Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Gabe and Kenji Show. This week, we're talking about the uh, league news that's just barely come out and catching up on the combine and why the heck the Giants gave Daniel Jones $40 million. Let's do it. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to now the second official episode of the Gabe and Kenji Show. Two guys, one mic, with absolutely no clue what we're talking about. Um, first and foremost, Kenji, how are you doing? Hello there, Gabe. I am doing well. I'm uh, very excited to talk about the news that's been going on. Uh, lots of interesting things to talk about. Uh, lots of opinions that are going around the league. And a lot of yes. opinions from us that are going to be shared. A lot of probably stupid opinions from us are going to be shared. A tonight. lot of some maybe upsetting opinions are um, yeah from you potentially about some of the questionable moves that the Giants have maybe made. Oh my goodness! Um, we need to devote a whole episode to me just hating on the on what the Giants have done. This is bogus, ridiculous. <laughs> um, you can attest. I think we'll get into it a little bit here as we go. Uh, is that what we want to start with first? We're going to just jump in right in with uh, Daniel Jones to the Giants for four more years? I think it's a great way to start off, Daniel Jones. So I'll read you the contract details. So I guess, I don't know, have you looked yeah, at the details yet? I have not. Let's hear it. Fire so this is from Adam Schefter, so it's probably the most accurate out there. It's four years, $160 million. But with this was not said as $35 million more in incentives. 82 million over the first two years, 94 million virtually guaranteed at signing, and the first year cap is around 19 million dollars. Good heavens, what are we doing? <laughs> so I've I've listened to a lot about like kind of just understand the Daniel Jones deal a little bit more of how it's like it's how it's done. And from what it seems like is that you guys can technically um, get out of it after two years. Of course, you'll take like some cap penalties, How? but there's there's void penalty like because the first two years because it's guaranteed up front, right? I think was what it is. Eighty two okay. million over the first two years, so it's about <sighs> half of it, right? And ninety four million virtually guaranteed at signing bonus, so um, pretty much you know all the had... money is front loaded. Okay. Did you know he right. had one less touchdown than Russell Wilson last year? <laughs> I saw that. And I was like, you know that, that is... That and you is know how good bad. of a season the Broncos had? They were terrible. Goodness gracious. I mean, he had seven I mean, rushing I just, touchdowns, like eight eight rushing touchdowns. I mean, I get it. I get it. I he mean, beat the Vikings yeah. in a playoff game, but that Vikings defense was no Horrendous. That Vikings defense was... Her, uh, yeah, horrendous is about as... That brought to you by waste management, that Vikings mm -hmm. defense. They were disgusting um, bad. It was just... I just couldn't believe... I mean, they fired the DC right after that game. <laughs> just to show how bad that team is. That um, was a really bad, bad one. Yeah. So yeah, I, <laughs> we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens at, with this contract. I just think it's too much money to give him. I don't think he's worth it. Um, I know that mm -hmm. the quarterback market is thin, um, and the Giants want to stay in contention. I just, I think it's, I think it's so much. It is a lot of money from an so, outside perspective looking in. What do you think, as a, as I guess, an unbiased Giants fan? Um, well, really at, at first, I, I, I guess we've kind of talked about it. I really wasn't for Daniel Jones being signed. Um, I thought it was – I just don't see – we've had this conversation of he's not going to get you to a Super Bowl. Like, we've Agreed. made that very clear, right? Yeah. Um, of course, the team that he's played with since he came into the league is honestly has been pretty crap. You look at the receivers yeah. that they've given him. Kadarius Tony didn't work out. Uh, Kenny Galladay was a wow. <laughs> even, just, this uh, is just going to be me hitting on the Giants. Just episode. If you start talking about Kenny Galladay, man, I'm just going to start <laughs> ranting. This is so bogus. Did Evan Ingram, who you drafted, he never worked out in in Dude has Swiss York. cheese hands, bro. Yeah, I, don't... I mean he did all right in uh, Jacksonville, but he's not a he's not a tight end number one, right? He's like he's like a slot receiver pretty much. He's like six yeah. three or something or six two. He's tiny. He's tall and he can fly, but he's not. I don't know, man. I just. The Giants have so many problems. Yeah. I I want whatever the, the Mara family is smoking mm -hmm. um, to give Daniel Jones $160 million over the mm -hmm. next four years. Um, I just – I think that they're just handcuffing the team. Um, I'd like they to are. formally now announce my allegiance switching 
from the Giants to anybody else. I'm actively taking <laughs> applications um, because this is this is it's so much money. It's so much money. It I is. Just, I don't know. I mean, it's, I, I have no clue. Here, I'll read you the details a little bit more. So your first okay. year is a 19 million cap hit. Next year, it's 45 million. In 2025, it's 39.5 million. In 2026, is 56.5 million. That cap. is so absurd. So what I said about you can get out of it after the second year. Um, in 2025, so was, when he's 28, it'll be what his third contract or his third year in the contract. Uh, the dead cap will be 18 million to cut him, Ugh. which isn't horrible. Well, okay. but it, I mean it's better than 63 million or 82 million, which is the first two years. Yeah. And okay. so in the sense of if he's really terrible, you can take the cap penalty and get away from him. So that's how they structured it: is that you know, if he sucks, you'll take a bit of a cap hit. But if he works out, this is this is the good thing is like if it works out, you guys save a ton of money on a quarterback, right? Because next right. year you have Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow looking for big contracts. And most likely they're gonna get a good amount of money, probably around fifty million. I would say they shouldn't take a that year? money because yeah. Yeah, that's a lot, man. Jeez. Yeah. I, mean, I so, guess they deserve it, both of those guys. I mean, I personally wouldn't take that much money. I would take like 40 or even less because why would you? I mean, your team needs the money. What's the point of hogging it all? I mean, you make so much as a quarterback with incentives and stuff. Uh, I just think like, you get handcuffed as a team when you give you a do. quarterback that much money. Yeah, it's I really, the Patriots' I mean, way of winning. It is. It is. And uh, yeah, and Mahomes, you saw him win it this year, but his contract hasn't kicked in yet. So we'll see how mm-hmm. he does next year. I just – I. I'm not a believer in giving them that much money. I mean, every one of these great playoff teams are paying their quarterbacks their rookie deals still. Yeah, like um, what this year's playoffs, right? Like Mahomes was the oldest quarterback. Mahomes, Burrow, which means Lawrence, none of them Herbert. were on contract still. Like, yeah, that's they're insane. all rookie deals. Hurts is on his rookie deal. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's just I don't know, man. I don't know. I just think because the when the moment you spend big money on a quarterback, the moment that the rest of the team has to. Yeah, get worse to compensate for it because better players exactly. go to other places and get more money. I just, I it's a selfish league, I man. People disagree. say you got to take care of your family. You ten million can take care of your family. I don't know what kind of luxurious lifestyle you're Dude, living. The minimum family, wage but... in the NFL could take care of their family. I don't know exactly, what and I don't get why. And you know, it's it's the next it's like, oh, I want most money. Every contract is more and more and more. Like, at what point? I guess we don't play football, so we can't say much. But at what point does it come to a stop? And you're like. I'd rather have a better team. That's what Tom Brady did, and you saw how many titles he won. I don't know, man. We could go on and on about this, but let's move on to a guy who's asking for way too much money, which is Lamar Jackson. Um, What do you think (laughs) about him seeking? So he signed a exclusive franchise tag, which means that he's paying about – he's getting about $35 million, I think. Um and a team can negotiate with him. That's what the terms, that's what the exclusive franchise yeah. tag does. And they can offer him a deal, and the Ravens have a chance to match it within a week. And if they don't match it, they give up two first-round picks to the Ravens, and they get Lamar Jackson, and they can sign him to a deal. So that's what this exclusive franchise tag is. People are blowing up about it because... Why didn't they just give him the normal franchise tag, which would pay him about roughly around $55 million, which is a lot of money. And that then he is completely on the ribbons for that year. And so why do you think they gave him the exclusive franchise tag, letting him test the waters, but still not really in a sense? Because I think that the Ravens know that no team is going to give him the money he's looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that they're just going to let the market speak for itself. I don't think any team is as stupid as the Cleveland Browns were with Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Um, giving a quarterback fully guaranteed money is already crazy, but giving fully guaranteed money to like basically a, like a sexual predator um, and mm-hmm. what they did in Cleveland is crazy. <laughs> um, and so I, I just don't think anybody's going to do that, especially for a guy with the last two years, he hasn't played the full season. Mm-hmm. Um and I, I just don't see any other team doing that. So that's why I think the Ravens are doing it because they're going to let the market dictate his value and then they're just going to sign him um, to whatever the, the, the league basically says he's worth. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, teams aren't going to go that all in on Lamar Jackson. There's not. And that's nothing against his ability. 
Um, it's just because fully guaranteed money to a quarterback is unheard of. And the only team that did it is the Cleveland Browns, who are arguably the most dysfunctional franchise in all of professional sports. Um, <laughs> and so I just, I, I, I have a hard time believing that the, the um, Lamar is going to get an offer more than what the Ravens want to give him. Um, mm-hmm. And if they do, then I think the Ravens will be like, okay, dude, go ahead. Um, I just don't think that that's going to happen. I would Where have do to you agree stand? on that. I, yeah, so you'd have to agree. Okay. So I think it's a way. Um, I don't think Lamar is going to be in Baltimore. Um, I agree. 100%. I don't know. It's it's both both sides' fault. Like they should have given him more um, receivers. Yeah. To let him help him win. But in a sense of it's such an unreasonable thing for him to ask for. Um, something, I don't know if you know about this, about Lamar is he's his own agent. He doesn't have an agent. So he negotiates his own contracts, which is, is stupid to begin with. I, I know Richard Sherman did it a couple of years ago, but that guy's a genius, right? That guy's a guru. He's, he's a complete Sherman's veteran. A smart guy, and he's also a corner. The guy went to Stanford, right? I mean, that guy's a, yeah. he's a literal genius. Lamar, I'm not saying he's not smart, but I'm saying, I don't think he's as qualified to represent himself because Asians, that's what they're paid for is to negotiate. They know people. Right. They know how to get money. Yeah. But Lamar is doing it for himself to save money too. But I don't know. I don't think it's a very smart thing of Lamar to do. I think it's kind of a pitiful thing for him to do to ask for fully guaranteed. I think um, it's so – I think that's why he needs an agent. Uh, it's, I think it's selfish. And I think that if he had an agent, maybe a deal would be settled by now. Because mm-hmm. I think going into league meetings, just saying this is – no, anything less than fully guaranteed, I don't want. Mm-hmm. And then these negotiators for these teams, which are also paid very good money to negotiate, mm-hmm. um, they just they can't even do their job because Lamar is just like either this or nothing. Um, so I think that's why the Ravens did this tag because now they can say, well, no, this is you're free to go. You can go get your money elsewhere. Um, but look, they're not going to give you that money. <laughs> um, I think is what they're trying to prove to Lamar, and I think that I think that they're going to be successful. Maybe some team from the rafters throws out that kind of money. I just have such a hard time believing that they're going to do that because like we said with Daniel Jones, it's, it's almost like franchise suicide in a way mm-hmm. um, where you just kind of throw away the the future once that contract really kicks in and he's getting paid absurd amounts of money and yeah. the rest of the team doesn't play very good. Yeah. So we both agree it's not a smart deal. Um, I think it's a genius thing for the Ravens to do. I would honestly, they should just give up on him. Uh, that's a hard relationship to fix, and you get two first round yeah. picks out of it, honestly. And you, I would take him. They can I figure would take something two out. Two first in a heartbeat. Yeah, I would take two first in a heartbeat. Overgoing got them to the playoffs last year. Yeah. yeah, I think that I think that they can make it work. Um, Absolutely. I just it just sucks because Lamar's a really good quarterback, and I think he fits the Baltimore. He's kinda a great guy scheme. too, right? Yeah, he's a great dude. I think he fits that kind of mantra out there on, in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Um, it just is frustrating because he's asking for something that the only other guy to get it was a convicted sex offender, basically. Yeah, and I guarantee they're um, regretting it. And something yeah. about the Deshaun Watson thing is that league owners were angry at the Cleveland oh, Browns yeah. for allowing that to be a standard, right? Because yeah, the quarterback. That's how the league works: is that guy got it, well, then I want it. That's why Lamar right. saying it's because Deshaun got it. I'm better than him. I want it. Well. Um, no, Cleveland's just so, stupid. Yeah. That's not why you deserve so it. It's just they, they Cleveland is up. stupid. Yeah. Yeah. I I think Lamar, if he would won a Super Bowl, I think he might have a little bit of leverage, but he hasn't I gone to I don't even think that Pat Mahomes isn't even... It's because he's not stupid. Pat Mahomes yeah. cares about his team in my yeah. opinion. <laughs> and the Chiefs owner and GM are not stupid either. No, like, they're they not. They know that there's a formula to win in this league, and it is not paying your quarterback fully guaranteed money. That's not mm-hmm. it. I mean, watch Cleveland next year. I think Deshaun's going to be a little bit better because they'll have you know an off season with the team and not coming mm-hmm. in week fourteen. But they're they're going to be bad. Cleveland's not going to be good. They, they, have, um, they don't have much going for them except no, they Chubb, don't. They don't. They have Nick Chubb and Miles Garrett, and that's Brady, it. Brady Dick cries that guy like none other, but <laughs> yeah, he does. Um, All right, well, let's yeah. move on to a different quarterback because we could probably talk about this because we got one more quarterback to talk about. It's Geno Smith. Um, yep. We talked a little bit about him last week. He got a nice contract. It's uh, three years, $105 million. I'm a uh, huge fan money. of this deal. So, yeah, kind of talk about it. I, I'm a believer in Geno Smith. I mean, 
Uh, they wrote me off, but I ain't right back though. I think mm-hmm. it's the coolest line of the last like five seasons of the NFL. Um, I think that uh, I think he fits the bill. Um, I think Seattle, that's kind of their mantra. Um, he kind mm-hmm. of vibes with Pete Carroll. Um, and I think that, I think they got a good deal, man. Like I said, I think that the market for quarterbacks is thin. I mean, we just saw Derek Carr. We're going to talk about that in a little bit going to the saints. And, mm-hmm. um, I think it's almost a guarantee, um, a little sneak peek, maybe not even a hot take. I think that, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to the Raiders. Mm-hmm. Um, and now you see like Aaron Rodgers and the jets and everything. So I think the quarterback market is really thin. And I think the Seahawks got their guy, at least for the future. And, um, we'll see what they do with, you know, the draft in the coming years. But Gino got them to a playoff. He got them to the playoffs. And they ran into a freight train that was Brock Purdy in that that Niner defense, which was unbelievable. Um, yeah. And so I think that – I think Seattle's a, a good team. I know you you believe strongly a different way uh, when it comes to this contract and when it comes to Geno Smith. But I'm a, I, I'm a Geno fan through and through. Uh, I want to see him succeed, and I think he deserves this contract. I, uh, ever since it came out, I uh, and I've looked at the details a little bit. I feel better about the contract because um, they can get out of it after I think about year two, kind of like the Daniel Jones thing. It's it's very front loaded. Yeah. Um. So it's it's one hundred and five million, but it's three years, seventy five million with forty million in incentives. Okay. Right. So it's they're giving him chance to earn more money. Um, yeah. But. I don't know. It's it's a weird it's a weird contract. It's kind of hard for me to understand it, but it's thirty million guaranteed, very low amount guaranteed, compared to like other con other right. players. It's a really it's a team friendly deal, um, and I think it's better now because I don't think Seattle's in a position to win a Super Bowl in the next couple of years. But I think if they can draft a quarterback, I wouldn't draft one this year. But if they draft one next year um, and let him sit for at least a year behind Geno, not Probably, he's probably going to be better than Gino, but just learning how to carry yourself in the league. Because Gino's a, a really good veteran, right? Oh, Gino's like your, your stereotypical perfect veteran. He's what you want, right? Yeah, no, he's like, exactly like what you want Smith a young guy to sit behind. Or oh, yeah. Patrick Mahomes. Alex Smith, not really that good of a quarterback, but a great veteran. Um, he knows what he's doing. And so in a sense of I think it, it'll help whoever Seattle goes with in their future. Because Gino's not their future. Um. But yeah. I think it's a, I think it's a really good deal now, and it's probably my favorite deal out of the four contracts. We'll we'll talk about ranking all of them after this. Okay. But uh, like let's move on to Derek Carr. Unless you got something else you want to add about Gino, are you good? No, I just I I mean if I had to say one last thing, I would say that you know Seattle was picked to finish dead last in that division. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody gave them any chance in the world. Uh, I think that GM hit their draft last year out of the park with those tackles yeah. and some players on defense, and I think those guys are only going to continue to get better. Mm-hmm. Um, and Gino with DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, uh, and, um, who's a running back, Kenneth Walker, um, yeah. all those guys, he's got so many young athletic pieces around him. Um, I, I have to say, I, I like the Seahawks. Um, I like, they're a, I think, a fun team. I think, yeah, I think that they're a fun team and I think they have a lot to build with. Um, I know that Tyler Lockett's getting a little old. Yeah, no, I think that. Seattle's in a really interesting position. Um, and so I think that anytime you take a team that was projected to finish dead last in your division, you take them to a playoff run and mm-hmm. you at least hold your own with San Francisco for a little bit. I think that that's really valuable. And I, it's not surprising that they gave him the contract. I'm happy for Gino. I think he deserved it. That's all. Like that's, Seattle that's, will, Seattle's that's defense was terrible last year, right? Like they have no pass yeah. rush. Their interior line is, is terrible. Yeah. Um, but this year they got two first round picks. They got there's a lot of good interior defensive linemen. There's oh yeah. I mean Javon Hugger is really good, but I don't think they're going after him. But they've got decent pieces in free agency they can bring in. And if they can hit it out of the park in the draft with two first oh, round I know. picks. If they this can year hit this and draft next again, year too, right? Yeah. I mean because they got a bunch of picks. Just focus on that D line, maybe get one more interior offensive lineman, draft another receiver. Um they need a slot receiver really bad. Tyler Lockett's an outside receiver. They need a slot guy really badly. Uh, no offense, a really solid tight end. Jackson um, Smith and Jigba? Question mark. I mean, it'd be a good fit. He's a perfect. I mean, slot he's guy. a perfect fit. He's a perfect. They don't fit. need speed because DK's got that deep speed. Um, DK's got your over the top burner speed. I yeah, and Tyler Lockett's got good speed too, and he's a Tyler, Tyler Lockett's a really, really capable too. Ball. Like, he's a really capable Tyreek, too. Their their ability to track the deep ball is really good. Yeah, you like tracking yeah. deep balls. 
<laughs> I, sorry, yes. I had to. Um, I I think Jackson uh, is a is a really good fit, and we can talk a little bit more later, or even do a podcast as it gets closer to the draft about mm-hmm. you know these receivers coming yeah. in and um, some of these prospects because I think I think Jackson is a really interesting prospect for mm-hmm. a lot of reasons. I think a lot of teams could use him, and anyway. But we can move on. You said we're going to Derek Carr next. We're going to Derek Carr. So, uh, yeah. What do you think about Derek Carr's deal? Actually, uh, do you know the details of it? So, I mean, I I can give my my brief uh, reaction to it, and then you can talk a little bit about the details. Um, I I really – I like it for the Saints. Um, I think he goes in, and he's immediately the best quarterback in that division by far. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, who is he competing with? Sam, Sam Darnold, Kyle Trask, uh, and who else? Marcus Mariota. He's uh, kind of like Sam or Desmond Ritter, Ritter whatever. Yeah. Um, I think that he's far and away the best quarterback in that division. He's got a defensive head coach, so they're going to let him kind of do his thing. Um, and uh, he's got a couple good weapons. He's got Kamara. He's got Michael Thomas, Chris Olave. Uh, I. I like this for Derek Carr, and he's used to playing in a party city. Played in Oakland, played in Vegas. I'm not worried about. He's a great character. I love yeah. Derek Carr as a person. I think I think it's a I think it's a home run. I mean, I understand why he went there. I think it's a I think because now he can win that division easily. Mm-hmm. Frankly, I'd agree. Um, Michael Thomas tweeted out like he was really happy about him coming to the Saints. Slant boy, everybody th- everybody thinks he's getting cut or like he's not going to be on the Saints. But from that tweet. It sounds like he wants to stay on the Saints. So I'm Michael Thomas just, deserves to be cut. I hate that guy. <laughs> <laughs> that guy talks a lot of trash, but oh, I hate him. Thank God, right I there. I hate him, dude. I hate him. He had Drew Brees for all those years. Drew Brees made him look really good. He's not that yards. Is that one? That was a crazy year. Yeah. That, oh, man. Anyway, so here's like the uh, the details of it. Yeah, let's hear it. People will get bored of numbers. I'm sorry, but it's 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 important to understand the details of the contract. So just hit the skip ahead button like 30 seconds. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so this is it's 60 million guaranteed, um, and I think he gets his it's two years of contract. So I don't know how this works. It says 60 million guaranteed at signing, signing bonus plus 2023 salary plus 2024 salary. Hmm. Um. Yeah, I don't know. But the first two years, it's front loaded. Um, actually, no, it's not front loaded. Never mind. This is not. If he sucks, they're screwed almost. <laughs> um, but the it's weird. Um, so the first year, it's it's a seven million cap hit this year. It's a pretty um, minimal cap hit. It's a pretty good one. It's thirty five million next year. Well, thirty five point oh, wow. seven, and then forty five point mm-hmm. seven, then fifty five point seven. Um, so they backloaded it. They backloaded it. It's interesting, but um, it's not. Do they have to pay though. guys now? Do they have to pay guys now? Is that why they they backloaded it? Are they like trying to pay Camaro well, and Thomas it's, and Olave? Well, the way they did it is he'll get more money if he keeps playing good, but they can okay. get rid of him after the second year. Like um, gotcha. The dead cap first year is sixty million, then it's fifty two, mm-hmm. then it's seventeen, then it's eleven. Okay, yeah, so, so they can cut him year three. They can easy. cut him, and they can avoid that huge cap penalty, or they can restructure yeah. the deal easily, right? Right. Um, so it's it's a really smart, like, if he works out, great. If he doesn't, you can get rid of him after a couple of years. I think yeah. he's going to work out. Um, I think he's great for the team. Um, like, again, he's a – I love who he is. I don't believe any of the BS that has ever gone out about Derek Carr, about his character. I think he's a fantastic dude. And it's a lot of money you gave him, but to be honest, I mean, you got nobody else. I think he's a good fit. And like I, like I said, I mean, that's kind of been the theme of this podcast is quarterback market is thin Mm -hmm. um, and saints got their guy. I mean, Jameis Winston was not leading them to anything. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Nordy picks is not it. That's mad. No, no, absolutely not. So uh, yeah, I mean, he needed, what did he get? LASIK eye surgery. And then he still got hurt like week one. Um, (laughs) I just, I love Jameis. I think he's one of the funniest characters. Eat a W, right? Yeah. Yeah, eat a W, all that other the bogus <laughs> stuff he did when he was dancing in the locker room with the crutches in his hand. Oh, he's um, such a weirdo, man. I think he's a funny guy. Uh, I just don't think he's the solution there in New Orleans, especially where, I mean, the, the uh, excuse me, not the Broncos, the Buccaneers weren't even that good last year. No, um, and Brady them. somehow led them to winning that division, and, and you saw what happened to them in the divisional. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that, I mean, who knows? I, I just, I think he's a good fit for new Orleans. I think that division is weak and he can go win it. Yeah. All right. So let's, let's rank 
Um, from one to four, are our best to our worst uh, out of the contracts. So who okay. would you say is number four? Who had the worst deal? Oh, Giants, Daniel Jones. <laughs> I would, uh, I Giants, would have to agree. Giants, Giants, Daniel Jones, number four, worst one by far. I mean, you can pencil me in on this podcast for all you new mm-hmm. listeners. I guess everybody's a new listener, but uh, pencil all me in three as, listeners, as, yeah. yeah, all our like two people that listen. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, um, that Daniel Jones is the worst. I'm a, I'm a Giants hater. I, mm-hmm. I've been a Giants fan for so many years, and now I just like to hate on them. Yeah, you um, cheer them on. You're dedicated. You love them, and this is what they do to you. And this is what they do to me. They finally give me a good season of play with a bad roster, and then they say, you know what? We're going to actually handcuff our team over <laughs> our future and give Daniel Jones $40 million a year. That is blasphemous. So that's my number four. What's your number four? Um, I would have to go with Daniel Jones. I understand the deal, like looking at the details and how it's it's a big swing, but if he works out, it's a great team deal. But yeah. I just have not seen enough from him Thank in you. five years or four yeah. years to to make me feel okay about a f- like no matter what, no matter we talk about potential, if he's not showing it to me, I you can't give him the money. Right. Right. And so to me, that is the the worst deal out of the four. Right, let's go number three. Number three. Now I. Oh wait. One's... I guess I guess uh, Lamar counts too. Okay, yeah. Lamar's situation. Yeah. So, so what do we want to put Lamar's as? So just him getting tagged. Actually, like, no. So... I'll go Lamar the worst. That one's just stupid. Like I, I <laughs> it's so unrealistic. If anybody pays him, good for him. Atlanta could pay Lamar. That's the only team that I would be even. Acceptable. I saw the, I saw the somebody said that the Falcons are out on Lamar though. I did see a tweet about that yesterday. Everybody, from any reputable source, was really interested in Lamar has they're out has leaked information that they're out. Yeah, but Atlanta is the one him. that would I can understand because they have the most money. They're not terrible, right? They have Kyle Pitts and well, London, right? To, to if find it's not terrible. terrible. I mean, well, I still think, think if, Lamar goes, if Lamar goes if Lamar goes to that team, I still think Derek Carr and the Saints beat him. Sorry. Okay. Okay. Um, so, what, so would you say he's the third worst then for you? His like the situation? Yeah, I would put him at third worst. Um, I mean, he's probably like a like a four B, mm-hmm. um, because yeah, I, I think that both him and Daniel Jones, those two things are are pretty stupid. I think him asking for fully guaranteed is about as stupid as the Giants basically giving him. Well, the good I thing know, is about Daniel Jones, you get to keep Barkley for a year. Like, I don't think they should pay him. Like, I think he's got a couple years left and he's going to be done with his legs. It's just not going to be the same. But you got to keep Barkley for a year. So, in a sense, in that sense, that's why I would take Jones probably over Lamar's situation. Like, at at three. Because they got to keep a different piece. Okay. But still both terrible. All right, so who's your number two? Gino or Derek? Number two, I'm going to go Gino Smith. Okay. Um, I just, I like the, I really like the fit. Um, I think he works well for for Seattle, and he gives them a leeway now. Because I mean, as much as I like Geno, I will I will admit he's more of a bridge quarterback than a one that's going to win you a Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. Um, he reminds me kind of like a Teddy Bridgewater um, mm-hmm. kind of deal, uh, and so I think he fits well in Seattle. Um, we'll just end up seeing what happens because I, I do think that they will go quarterback in either this year's draft or next year's. Yeah, because um, they do have so many picks. Uh, and then have him sit behind a good veteran. So I think it's a good pickup. I think that they needed to lock him up, and they did just that. I would agree. So I would is that say your number two for me. Uh, I would say Derek is number two for me. Okay. Um, in the end, I do love the Geno Smith. The more I look at it, um, I kind of I don't really want to go too much into it. We just talked. We spent like thirty yeah. minutes talking about it. Right. So for you, Derek's number one. Okay. Yeah, Derek's number one for me. Um, I just I really like the fit, man. I mean, I've the a good thing that I kind of like to look at divisions and go by is, you know, who's the best quarterback in each division because that's gonna give you the benefit of the doubt every year. Like the team with the best quarterback is going to be in it every year, no matter what. Um, and I think that uh, Derek Carr is now the best quarterback in that division. Um, mm-hmm. He's got a defensive head coach, and he's still got a pretty good defense on that on that Saints team. Um, some good defensive backs, good defensive line. Um, so and that the Chris Olave is really good. Michael Thomas, if he comes back, that's a big if for me. Um, but Michael Thomas can be that guy. Uh, and, of course, Alvin Kamara. All you fantasy owners know exactly who Alvin Kamara is. So I think I think Carr's a good fit. I think he can win right away. Okay. All right. Let's go over uh, one more quarterback thing. It's the Jets. Are, 
went to go see Aaron Rodgers. So the details. Yeah. Yeah. They flew to California. I think they took Nathaniel Hackett with them. And they, and I think Aaron Rodgers picked them up at the airport and they met with him. So like, it's, it's a pretty good, Aaron Rodgers hasn't said a thing. He, he's missed like three or two, um, Aaron Rodgers Tuesdays on Pat McAfee's podcast, which I miss listening to. Um, I love listening to Aaron Rodgers talk. But listen to us. Don't listen to Pat McAfee. Listen yeah, to us. Listen, and listen then to go us. listen to Pat McAfee. Actually, don't no, listen, listen to Pat, Pat after McAfee. us, please. Yeah, after us, yeah. Yes. Awesome show that they have, though. Um, it's okay. But it's just... I don't know. We don't need to go too deep into it. Uh, I hope he goes to the Jets. I think As our resident good. Packer fan, how do you feel about Aaron Rodgers potentially going to the Jets? I, mean, I would love this is, to. This I is legitimate. To Jets. I, I, I hope he does. It. I want to see okay. Aaron play on a different team with to see – how he does and i also want to see jordan love play on the packers so i think jordan love is i think they say i mean the gm or the owner for the packers continues to say that uh love can play um yeah uh and so i think that they can get a large return from the jets for rodgers and rodgers is not going to have a fun time in that division um because that is loaded with teams though that division would be so fun to watch if oh my gosh oh my every single game that good without a quarterback right aaron Rodgers, even half decent aaron Rodgers is better like yeah, that no, because then they, you get to watch you get to watch Rodgers against Josh Allen twice a year. Yeah, you get to watch Rodgers against Bill Belichick twice a year, mm-hmm. and then you get to watch that. Uh, the Jets' offense would be high powered if Rodgers goes there because they have weapons so all over the place. Um, I think so we'll that, just have that, to wait for the next couple of weeks of what's going to happen. Yeah, I don't think I, Aaron Rodgers is going to go for a lot. I think, I think, really? because they don't have much leverage, like the Packers. I don't know. I think he'd be a first round pick. Okay. And I don't, there's no way he's getting two first round picks. I don't think. I think I you could give him a first and a second. I would say um, even a first round pick, like their first first round pick, if yeah. they trade him during the draft. Would they, they trade Zach Wilson? Would they want him, would they want the Packers to take no, Zach Wilson? I think Zach Wilson should sit behind Aaron Rodgers because they have, they have a relationship. Because I don't okay. think the Jets want to give up on him because it's a, it's a big move to give up on a second overall pick. I think they're going to, Try and get as much as possible. He's expensive though, and they're going to take. Yeah. I think the Jets will offer to take part of Rogers' contract, and that'll they help have ship to. them off they too. Have to, yeah. yeah, no, I think I think they're totally going to do it. So well, hopefully next week there's more news about it, and we can talk more about it. Yeah, um, definitely. For so sure. before, so we got two more news that I want to talk about. Let's I hope everyone's getting tired of us. These are just rumors, so we can't go too deep into it. But Derek Henry yawn on trade rumors. So do you think that's true? And just give me a team. Like we'll, we'll buzz through this, but what team would you want to see Henry go to? Oh, Derrick Henry. Yeah. I don't know who wants an aging, like twenty-nine-year-old running back. An absolute baller and a monster of a running back. Yeah, I. It's a good question. Maybe Patriots. Okay. Um, I think the Patriots would be a unique fit because that would give would take a lot of pressure off Mac Jones. That's true. So never mind. Yeah. Screw everything I said. That was brought to the waste management. <laughs> that was a um, stupid comment, Gabe. That was such a stupid take. Absolutely um, idiotic. Yeah, I just don't believe in <laughs> paying running backs. I'm sorry if any of you guys either. listening like running backs. Um, I told you the other day I saw a statistic on the internet that said like the last twelve Super Bowl champs. Mm-hmm. Have paid their running backs like no more than like five million a year. Yeah, uh, and that just because you just can't pay him that much. And look at the Dallas Cowboys right now. Zeke was good for like what two years, three years. And he got and suspended now, and hurt, and he's terrible. Yeah, and now that and now Tony Pollard's the better running back, but they have to split carries because Zeke is worth is they're paying Zeke so much freaking money. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I think uh, I don't I don't even know where he would go. I don't know. I'm not that. I don't know. Where do you think? I could uh I could uh, see him um Atlanta Chicago is what I heard. Ooh. Chicago was a rumor. Uh I could see okay. that. I could see him going to a contender. Um someone said the Chiefs and I thought no way. No. Yeah, Pacheco. No, um, they won't pay him. They can't pay him. I think I don't know, it's a hard that's a, he's he's getting paid a decent he's a free agent soon. So I don't think it'd cost too much if it's a one year player um maybe fun to see him go to like cincinnati even though they don't have any money if he yeah. went to Cincinnati for a year i think it'd help him go to the super bowl yeah um but yeah i don't know maybe we'll talk a little bit about it if something comes up next week but that's it for right. henry um another thing i heard is mac jones maybe going to the raiders i thought they're trying to call the patriots because josh mcdaniels wants mac jones 
What? No. Yeah. Patriots aren't going to rumor. I don't think it's true. I don't think it'll happen. No. Patriots like Mac Jones. I don't want to know why you would want to take Mac. You know Jones. how many people just turned off the podcast because you said that? <laughs> uh, one of our two viewers. One of our two Was listeners your mom? Just, turned, just turned out. Yeah, just my thanks, mom. <laughs> <laughs> they just they just turned that off just because you said Mac Jones to the Raiders. Um, that all right, then we'll move on. Fine. We're done. We're done talking about. Okay, yeah, news. no, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, get off, get off that bogus stuff. So we'll talk a little um, bit about the combine. I don't want to drag this out too long, but I, I got a lot. Tell me about, about what you combine. thought about the combine. I got a lot to say about the combine. I'm just gonna go through some highlight ones. So okay. B. John Robinson, stud. I uh, want to talk about him after the combine. So we'll talk about. Okay. Him. Okay. Uh, I yeah I, <laughs> B. John Robinson's a massive stud. He had a great combine, and I think it's worth noting. You might talk about this a little bit later. Bijan had uh, a lackluster, to say the least, offensive line in Texas this last year. A um, bunch of freshmen on that team, um, on that O-line, and he still had such a great year. So I think Bijan is a is a loaded prospect, and I think he'll, I think he'll go, if not top 10, I think he'll go top like 18. That's um, very bold. Um, I, think he's, I think he's a really good running back. Uh, so that's where I stand on Bijan. I thought he was – I thought he was really interesting – um, and the guy everybody's talking about, Anthony Richardson, uh, I I have a specific stance on the combine. The more I've thought about it, I think it's, um, I, I I just I think that the combine is so much of just like these drills that don't really translate to the league, and so much of it is okay. You can run a four three, or you can do this fast of a ten yard shuttle. Um, but that doesn't actually translate to playing good, and especially at the quarterback position. I don't really care how many bench press reps you can do. I don't really care how, how fast your 40 time is as long as you can read a defense and get the ball down the field and to the uh, on time to the receivers. Um, and so that's where I stand on Richardson. Um, I, th- I think I, I don't really believe in all the hype because I didn't see what I wanted to see in college. Granted, he did play against the SEC. Um I just don't know if he's really all that. Uh, I, I still think Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud are better than that. Speaking of C.J. Stroud, I heard this the other day, and I think it's true. And I heard somebody talking about at the okay. combine, you got to be careful who you listen to because um, you got to tune out all the noise and you just watch. You don't listen to people talk. You just watch the combine. And how much have you heard about C.J. Stroud since the combine? Very little. Um, and I think that is because teams really like it. I'm not sure if you remember uh, when Justin Herbert went to the combine, came out of the combine out of college, and there wasn't a whole lot of buzz. About, I mean, there was like people thought that he wasn't going to be that good, but they tried to downplay it. And I, I just am not hearing a lot about CJ Stroud. I think that's because a lot of teams are high on him and they're hoping he falls. Um, so that's why I am – Team CJ Stroud. I saw what he did to my Utes in that Rose Bowl two years ago, uh, and what Jackson Smith and Jigba did. Um, I just I, I'm a believer in CJ Stroud. Um, I think Bryce Young is going to go number one though. I think he's the most proven quarterback. Uh, there was that Georgia tight end. What was his name? That Darnell Washington. Yeah, Washington. super crazy, super crazy catch. I think his draft stock went up. Um, he's just he so, his stats honestly were terrible in college, but he's a freak of nature. Yeah, that's and so I think really that's what I guess, but he's a. Freak I think that's what most people look for in the combine, though, and unfortunately, I think that's kind of how it is: is that they do really look for, um, just like potential. Are you a freak of nature? Can you do something like that? Uh, and I think that's what people are going to see in Darnell Washington because that catch he made was unbelievable. Um, it was see. that was mind yeah. blowing. Yeah, who else would I want to talk about? Um, I mean, and you saw what he did with the shuttle or the the sled too. That was crazy when he just pushed the sled like it was nobody's business, and all the other tight ends were like having to really struggle to push it. Um, I think Dalton Kincaid, Utah tight end. Um, it's my guy. No bias. Uh, Do you know the guy? Have you ever met the guy or talked to him before? I have not met him, um, but I have seen him in person. He's a large human being. Um, pretty nice guy though, from what I've heard from my people in, in sports. And, um, I think he's the best tight end in the draft. I think him and uh, Max Meyer, Michael Meyer, is it Max or Mike? I think it's Max. 
the, the Notre Dame tight end. Michael there. Uh, is it Michael? Might be Michael. Uh, yeah, it is Michael. Michael Mayer, uh, tight end from Notre Dame. I think he's the number two, but I think they're kind of the consensus one and two tight ends going in. And we'll have a whole episode where we talk about the draft and yeah. do little mock drafts and things. Um, and the last point I want to make, because I'm getting really long-winded here, is uh, Jordan Addison, Jackson Smith, and Jigba are the top two receivers in this draft. Um, without question, they should go one and two at receiver, period. Um, you saw Jackson didn't even play much this last year, and he came out at the combine and ran the number one ten cone and or ten yard shuttle and three cone drill out of every every wide receiver, and he didn't even play much last year. Um, I think they're both studs. Period. Okay. The only thing I got to say about the draft is it was fun watching Anthony Richardson. Um, I think of all the people, I think Will Levis's stock dropped because of Anthony Richardson. Um, if I'm yes. the GM, I would take Anthony over Levis. Even if Levis might be ready to play earlier than Richardson. Yeah. Just, I don't know. After what you saw, he's awesome. But I still do think um, Jordan, I mean, Bryce Young is number one for sure. No matter yep. what the height says. The guy is just, he's a great football player. He's so smart. Yeah, he is. I've been watching he a lot of the size. tape on Stroud. Um, yeah. You know how I, in the, at the party, the New Year's party, I said if Stroud wins this game, he's gonna go. No, he he'll he'll build a better chance to go number one overall. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's because he did against the best defense in the league, and I kind of like just said that out of nowhere just for fun. But like thinking back to it, I'm like, because that Georgia game, he answered every question that anybody he had did. doubts about. And I think if they win. have Jackson Smith and Jigba, they win the national title easily. I think they win the national title. If they were going to miss the kick, they would have won the title probably. Yeah, well, and I mean, Harrison Jr. got hurt in that second half, and I think if they have Jackson, then I just think I think they beat Georgia that game by like 10. I think um, so, too. If they um, have all their receivers back in healthy. So I think Stroud he would have played in that good. championship game and he would have prepped the same film, his yeah. stock would be so much closer to being oh, yeah. one pick. So I think wherever he falls, the team is going to get lucky with him. Yeah. Cause I, I, think I think he's going to be number two quarterback. Um, you think so? Yeah. Like I think he, three off the board. He's, a, he's an intelligent player. That's that's what's really like Bryce Young, like hundred percent. So like when I talk about quarterbacks, I'm talking about the bottom three. Like Bryce yeah. Young, I won't even compare anybody to with because he's just a lot better. Right. But he just shrouds his intelligence is really good. I don't know if that's proper English, but mm-hmm. he's a smart player. He makes a he makes game adjustments. Like he'll do something in the game, he'll make yeah. a mistake, and then he'll come back on a different drive and you'll fix that problem. Like that's that's his tape is he makes a mistake but then he answers it and okay, so that's yeah. what's so cool about him is he's he's a really smart player um, yeah and then I just want to talk about Bijan I watched a little bit of film on Bijan and oh my gosh he's I I was jaw my jaw was dropping when I was watching Bijan <laughs> and watching him do the running back drills it was Can I you was get a little excited watching Bijan run I through was that so, Texas I was a little too excited little maybe excited. <laughs> like his hands are he. First of all, he's got great hands, right? And the way we cannot, we cannot talk about getting excited and then immediately talk about his hands. You cannot do that. The way he was catching the balls, man, was just wow. was unreal. It's it looks like a receiver. Um, and when he's running, a lot of players look like they're really trying to run, but yeah. Bijan, everything is so smooth. The yeah. way he puts his hands up, so smooth. The way his legs move, so smooth. He's just yeah. a he's just a really smooth player. Mm-hmm. And uh, who's the running back from Alabama? I can't remember his name. Uh, Jameer Gibbs. Yeah, I was watching him. He's great too. But when he, he catches the ball, um, his hands are a little weird. He doesn't position himself too well. When Bijan does, it's it's like watching a receiver. So yeah, I don't know. He's probably. I don't think he's going to go past twenty six. Like he's not. Wow. Gonna get so? He's a running back. I think he but goes like top gosh, twenty. Whatever team gets him. He's gonna be so fun to watch, and I, I think he'll go to a, a contender. I think he's going to a contender at the end. Uh, I saw some gonna make Eagles. Really good. I thought, Eagles. wow, what a fun, fun place for him to go to the Eagles. Yeah. Oh, I think he go to a lot of fun places. I mean, we can make a whole list. We can we can do a whole episode on Bijan and what we're he gonna talk more about draft players. Um, in yeah, weeks because we, we got, got about a month, a month and a half yeah, until month draft. and a half till the draft. We'll do a bunch of a bunch of stuff for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but certainly, excitement is high. We're ready for this thing. It is. Uh, so, 
yeah what uh what else did you want to go over is that all we got for today that's I mean, all we got for today now we're just kind of going to wrap it up um yeah so i guess we'll, we'll do i'll do one more thing okay um this one's just kind of a funny thing to throw out there let's hear it so if you were a quarterback gabe um which quarterback in the league do you think you would be <laughs> like a personality test kind of thing personality like physique and everything like which quarterback would you say that you're the closest to? Oh, I mean, Justin Herbert. I mean, I can throw football 65 <laughs> yards. I mean, and, and you've seen my hair. My hair, I'm just kidding. No, uh-huh. not Justin Herbert. Are uh, you a Tebow? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have you seen the clip on, when he's when he's with Pat McAfee and uh, he's at Top Golf when he hits the ball and uh, he like crushes it and Pat McAfee's behind him when he, Pat, Pat goes, Jesus. And then <laughs> goes, loves you. Uh, it makes me laugh every time. Uh, I, yeah, maybe not Tim Tebow. Uh, maybe like somebody random. Um, who's the, uh, like, I guess not John. Before you answer that, before you answer then, um, yeah. what do you think would you be your strengths and what would be your weaknesses as a quarterback? I, uh, well, my my uh, arthritis problems are well documented. So taking <laughs> hits, taking hits would not be. I'm not running around. I'm like, uh, so you're I'm, I'm the most extreme pocket passer of all time. Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, like, but I mean, I used to, I used to have a little bit of an arm to me. Um, so did. if we're we're uh, exaggerating here, I'm gonna just blow it. Out. I'm just gonna go Dan Marino. Um, <laughs> okay uh, i was gonna say like Kirk cousins or something like Kirk, really Kirk cousins. uh no i'm not not Kirk cousins um that's um, that's really disrespectful frankly but <laughs> I, to give you an honest honest assessment who i would say i'm probably the most like like maybe like trevor simeon <laughs> okay uh, that's like just mediocre um, across the board yeah just like you know like maybe like a starter for man. like a year and then just out of the league or backup or something. Okay. I don't know. Josh okay. Rosen, maybe. Like, I'd pretend to be cool, and then I'd be out of the league in no time. <laughs> be replaced um, the next year, even though you got yeah, drafted. Yeah, no, I would just – the team that took me that I would, like, hype up. <laughs> you like, up for yeah, you know what? No, no thanks. We don't want you anymore. Okay. Uh, so that's that would be my take. That's what I'm thinking. Sounds you? Good. I would say Malik Willis. Oh, my Atlanta. Do not Absolute even Absolute speed demon, total athlete. That's me. Loves throwing oh, outside the pocket, gosh. but an absolutely garbage thrower of the ball. Terrible <laughs> reading. I can't read. Worth crap. Like uh, my spatial awareness is terrible. Um, Your awareness period is terrible. My awareness is p- terrible. Right. Um, <laughs> I just I freak out under pressure. I'm not good under pressure. Malik Willis yeah. is has every tool, but he's just he can't stay in the pocket. And so I thought yeah. it's perfect. I can run. I'm fast, but gosh, can I can I read a defense? Not a chance. I can't read it on Madden. No way in heck. It, I can't cuss on the show. Maybe my mom will listen. No, no, it's a family show. This is a family show. Hold on. I mean, we I know we've said some stuff already. This is a family show. This is for the people. Um, so we want everybody to bring their kids to listen to the Dave McKenzie show. Um, grandkids, everybody. We want everybody to join the rocket ship. Um, yeah. Even though we might make a comment from time to time, so uh, yeah, not demonetized okay, okay. quite yet. But I would say Malik was close to me. Yeah, that's what I said. You remember when the the Titans played the Chiefs and Malik Willis like, <laughs> could not throw the ball past the line of scrimmage? If you've done even, if you could have done even, I don't even know a wow, little bit more, okay. they would have won the game. Yeah, right. Yeah, they. Like, yeah. It was completely in his hands. The Chiefs it were having was. a terrible game. That defense was playing so good, but Malik yeah. Willis couldn't do anything to save his life. Yeah, Malik Willis. Malik Willis is not it. Anyway, that's what I want to talk about. That was kind of funny. Okay. Um, no, I, 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 I think it is. I think it is too, but I think we're coming up to a time where everyone's going to get tired. I don't even know if people have made it this far. We'll probably I mean, if you make it to this far, that's great. I hope he made you laugh there in the last. Yeah, with the last points. end. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, that's. That's I think we're I think we're right there. So we'll probably wrap it up. We'll do another show and we're gonna start instituting emergency pods. So stuff happens, league news breaks out. We're just gonna jump on here, give you like 15, 20 minutes, everything you need to know about it. Um, so that way you can be the best prepared to sound like you don't really know what you're talking about to your friends. So yes. 
Anyway. Also, um, next week, March 15th, is when the free agency starts. So that's going to be yes. a really fun week. Um, that is true. Maybe we'll put out two podcasts. Um, maybe one we'll do two agency. podcasts. We uh, should. We'll prepare who we think is a good fit for players. Yes, this we week. should. And then the first three days is when everybody gets signed. So maybe on sure. Saturday we can – yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it like a recap podcast of all the big names and yeah. some of the, the major moves, and we'll just run through them. So we'll actually the next do week that. we'll Keep also kind of that. talk about a little bit more about who we are. Um, I'm sure everyone who's listening knows who we are pretty well, but we're going to share our love for football a little bit, where it came from. Um, yes, yes. Keep an eye out for a trailer on the podcast too. You guys are seeing a little <laughs> intro thing introducing all of us um, and why we act like we know what we're talking about, but we really don't. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so please share the podcast everybody um, yes like comment subscribe follow instagram so we know that we have people who like us um, yep follow us on instagram follow us on apple podcast let us know just dm yeah. us hey we'll take anybody we'll take on the anybody. show we'll talk about whatever <laughs> bogus takes you want to take because mm-hmm. that's kind of what we do already we might yeah. make fun of you um but hey that's okay all right yeah, give okay. me your that's hot take of the week hot take of the week hot take of the week um, Lamar Jackson to uh, Carolina. <laughs> Carolina, okay. Hot take of the week. Not really. Um, I mean, I'm a hot take of the week. Anthony Richardson's going number one. Okay. I'm going to write it down so we can remember next week. Okay. Anthony number one. Anthony number one. What's your hot take? Let's hear it. Uh, my hot take is that Deshaun Watson gets arrested this week. <laughs> It finally catches up to him. The Browns like, we can't pay this guy. We can't do this anymore. Here's the evidence that we've been hiding. Yep. Uh, Here's please everything leave. we withheld from the police. Yep. Uh, we hope that the contract gets off of our hands since we did the, the lawful thing. Yeah. And Deshaun Watson's going to go to prison, and the Browns are going to restart. Like, they have yep. him for every single year of the league. Yep. That sounds good. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll end it there. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll catch you guys next week. Um, here on the Gabe and Kenji Show. Two guys, one mic, no clue. Thanks for tuning in.